Welcome to the CCF Podcast. We're a campus ministry at Truman State University. This podcast features sermons from our weekly worship services. Thanks for listening. Hey, CCF. It's Kelsey. How are you? I got your message a little while ago asking me about my majors and where I've seen God in them, so I thought I would return your call. But man, it has been so long since we have been able to hang out or talk. So let me take a second to remind you of who I am. I am Kelsey Mitchell. I'm one of your small group leaders, currently leading a co-ed group with my pal, Josh Jones. Probably you've heard of him. (laughs) Uh, Last spring, I went on a spring break trip and was on Kitchen Crew. Shout out to the crew. You guys were great. Uh, That was definitely like my favorite thing I've gotten to do with UCCF. And so I am pumped for spring thing this weekend and to get to be on Kitchen Crew again. I am from Springfield, Missouri. And if we were FaceTiming right now, instead of me leaving you what will definitely be a long voicemail, then I would show you the pictures of my family hanging in my apartment. I am an only child and my parents are divorced. So there would be one picture of my mom and I. It's from her birthday a few years ago. We went to a pizza place and celebrated. And then the other picture would be of my dad and I, actually also on his birthday, which is funny, um, but it is from like 18 years ago because it's just one of my favorites. And I guess if we're hypothetically, like if we're talking about what I would hypothetically show you in my apartment to tell you more about me, then I would proudly pick up my DVD boxed set of friends because it is awesome and then I would show you my Ariana Grande CD collection and then all of the yellow in the apartment because I love yellow. Anyway, imaginary show and tell over. I am a junior and since you asked about my majors, it seems important to mention that I am majoring in both communication and philosophy slash religion, a double major. When I first got your message, I started thinking about all of your questions, and then I kept thinking about them. I've got to say, it was, it was a bit overwhelming, not because I couldn't think of anything, but because I could think of everything. I mean, like I said, I study religion, so I have literally taken classes about Christianity and the Bible. However, despite the ease of relating my school to my faith, The actual experience of going through the majors and keeping my faith has not always been easy. Actually, being a Christian and a philosophy religion major at a secular school is hard, but I won't get into that quite yet. First, let me give you a glimpse of what my majors are like so you can kind of see where I'm coming from. I think the best way to describe that to you over the phone like this would be to start with some common ground. And by that, I mean the Bible. So let's just consider very broadly the Gospels, okay? The Gospels. Um, I'm going to tell you how, as a communication major, I would approach this, and then as a philosophy religion major, how I would approach it. So first, as a comm communication major, I could apply my studies in several different ways. The first thing that's coming to mind is to argue that Jesus was an orator, a public speaker, and that he used persuasive speech. 
one could take one of his speeches, like the Sermon on the Mount, and then perform what we in the comm department call rhetorical criticism. We could claim that with the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus's goal is to get, like this is just a possible claim, that his goal is to get the audience to live according to Mosaic Law, the Ten Commandments. And then we could use a variety of different theories to assess the persuasive effectiveness of the speech and to assess Jesus's ability to achieve his goal. One of the first things that we are taught as comm majors is of Aristotle and his idea of artistic proofs. And this is actually a way of like doing rhetorical criticism. So the proofs, um, you've probably heard of them, are ethos, pathos, and logos. There are different appeals that a speaker can use to his audience. So we could look at, you know, ethos and how Jesus uses that and the idea of like credibility, I guess it's like a basic way to boil that down. Uh, we could see how Jesus, you know, claims or like refers to God as his source of authority, which in turn gives him credibility because, you know, God seems credible. Pathos are emotional appeals. So, you know, Jesus referring to the poor or, you know, to your children, that could be an emotional appeal. And then logos is like logic, but not quite how we think of it because not like scientific facts necessarily, more more like rational claims and reasoning. So we can maybe see Jesus and maybe his use of parables and look at those as like sources of reason. I don't know. Anyway, we could take those different things, do that, assess how, like I said, how effective he is. Um, that's what a comm major might do. And that is rhetorical criticism. I don't know. I took a whole class on it last semester. It is what it is. A couple other communication classes that are relevant are my interpersonal communication class and my small group communication class. In interpersonal, we talked about one-on-one -on -one communication and things like conflict management and even the love languages. You could look at Mary and Martha in the Gospels. Mary, who sat listening at the feet of Jesus while her sister Martha worried about all the preparations. Perhaps Mary's love language was quality time and Martha's was acts of service, which if you're keeping score, is kind of a bonus connection because the small group that Josh and I are currently leading is actually about the love languages. Anyway, finally, uh, my group process communication class looked a lot at the way that individuals function within a group and the roles that they take on and how they communicate. So we could look at Jesus and the disciples and the different group interactions and group dynamics and see Jesus as the leader or taking on the teacher role. That, anyway, that is communication as applied to the Bible in my very sporadic, condensed way. The other half of my learning is religion. In exploring religions, we talk about the, I can't even think of the term, but like the main aspects, I guess, of a religion there's seven of them. <laughs> um, so like doctrine, ritual, myth, etc. Doctrines are the beliefs and teaching of a religion. So for Christianity, we could look at the Gospels 
and see the beliefs that Christian hold, such as the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the idea of the Holy Trinity, and the idea of Jesus' second coming. Rituals, pretty simple, like baptism, communion. And then that third thing that I mentioned is myths. Myth can be kind of a triggering word for some people. Uh, People often think of myth as fake or not real. But in a religion class, we would call the stories that are important to a religious group myth. So for example, in my Bible as literature class, we treated the Bible like a book, not the book. And we would read passages and identify the various genres. Pretty much everything we read was considered myth. Noah and the Ark? Myth. Jonah and the Whale? Myth. Jesus' birth? Myth. His death? Myth. 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 And like I said, that does not mean that we are claiming the stories to be lies or to be fake. It is a way of studying religions with an understanding but objective approach. So we're saying that these are the stories that they, that religious group, believe. Which is not the same thing as declaring that they are not historical events or facts, but it can be kind of hard to digest, and so you see, it is tricky business. And it is hard to be a Christian and a philosophy religion major at a secular school. Which brings me back to kind of the beginning, when I said that I was overwhelmed by this assignment of yours. Um, I think like all the things that I just told you are fun. Maybe you didn't, but I do think it's fun to just to read the Bible and study it, but I also think it's cool to take all of the things I've learned in my classes and to connect it to the Bible. I, I enjoy communication and I enjoy my PHRE classes, but that's not exactly what my classes are like. In communication, we don't look at the teachings of Jesus. We look at the teachings of politicians or celebrities. We don't look at the interactions of the disciples, but we look at interactions in office settings. And don't even get me started on the other classes. I mean, philosophy ones are basically an existential crisis waiting to happen. And in a religion class, you are either learning about so many other possibly valid uh, religions or you're learning about christianity but from a very skeptical worldly view and usually from a professor that is openly not a christian so how do you do it or i guess how do i do it uh, to tell you that i will tell you why i do it i i mean why i major in these things is because i want to go into ministry as a career I want to graduate from Truman and either run away to a foreign country and work for an international ministry group or stay in America and get a job at a church doing communication or PR type work or more ministry type work. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it all. I just know or I guess believe that God is calling me to work for the very literal human-made small c church as a way to further the big c church and the kingdom of god and i think that knowing how to communicate effectively whether through public speaking 
or in relationships is important. And I think that in order to be able to communicate meaningfully with all people, it is essential to meet them where they are at in their religion and their worldview. So I'm not going to pretend to have an answer for why for why my religion is correct or if my religion is correct or if they can't all be valid and just different ways of understanding and naming the same God. I don't know. There are so many different approaches and I can't tell you why I can say that I'm a Christian and I believe in a God that would allow for there to be so many different not true religions like I said it's all tricky but if studying philosophy has taught me anything it's that we just can't know everything I mean if we think that God doesn't exist then even looking at the material world is too big and we would still need answers Um, and if we believe like I do that God does exist then my goodness who am I to think that I could possibly figure out all of God's ways and reasons. The point of him being God is that he is just infinite and everything. So not having explanations for it all and having doubts does not mean that God is wrong or that my faith is. I have my faith, a faith forged through both good times and hard times. It is a faith deeply rooted in my soul and I trust that God knows and that God loves all the people, so I should love all the people. And it is a faith that I have had to carry with me through every class. In Philippians, Paul says, And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Friend, naive faith, is not the goal. Learn about things that challenge you and that challenge your beliefs. Gain knowledge of all the ways the Lord and the people that the Lord has created and then use your knowledge to discern and to discover an authentic love. Doubt is not weakness. It means that you are questioning and that your faith has the potential to grow. CCF, my friend, I hope that in this time of life where everything is crazy and disappointing and hard, that you remember all of the ways that the Lord has loved you and provided for you in the past, and that you hold on to that and you look forward to the ways that the Lord will continue to provide. It's not always easy. It comes with a lot of questions and challenging ideas, but believing in God is worth it, and I believe that being a part of his kingdom is worth it. I pray that you just hold on and keep hope 